Chapters 21 through 24 of the Gospel according to Matthew from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Ferrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 21 Now when they were nearing Jerusalem and had come to Bethphage at the foot of the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent forward two of his disciples, saying to them, go into the village before you and you will find an ass tied ready and a colt along with her loosen and bring them to me and should any one speak to you about it say in reply the master has need of them and at once he will send them and all this occurred in order that the statement might be verified which was delivered through the prophet saying say to the daughter of zion see your king comes to you humbly and sitting upon an ass with a colt a foal of a beast of burden his disciples then went and did just as jesus had ordered them leading the ass and the colt upon which they placed their cloaks and he seated himself upon them and the mass of the people spread their own cloaks along the road while others plucked branches from the trees and scattered them upon the path and the crowd going on before and following in the rear called out exclaiming hosanna to the son of david blessed is the one who comes in the name of the lord hosanna from the highest and when he had entered jerusalem all the city became excited asking who is he to this the crowd made reply he is jesus the prophet who comes from nazareth of galilee then jesus entered the temple of god and sent out of the temple all the buyers and sellers and overturned the tables of the money brokers and the stands of the pigeon dealers and told them it is recorded my house shall be called a house of prayer but you have turned it into a den of thieves they also brought blind and lame people into the temple and he cured them but the chief priests and professors observing the miracles which he performed and hearing the young men cheering and exclaiming in the temple hosanna to the son of david they became mad with indignation and asked him do you hear what these are saying yes said jesus in reply to them have you never read that out of the mouths of children and sucklings i have obtained praise then leaving them he went out of the city into bethany and there lodged for the night now in the early dawn while returning to the city he became hungry and seeing a fig tree by the roadside he went to it but found nothing upon it except leaves he accordingly said never from now let more fruit grow upon you and at once the fig tree began to wither and the disciples seeing it wondered exclaiming how quickly that fig tree has dried up i tell you truly jesus answered them if you possessed faith and never doubted you could do not only what has been done to the fig tree but more were you to say to this hill remove and be flung into the sea it would be done and all that you ask believingly in prayer you shall receive now on his entering the temple the chief priests and elders of the people approached him while he was teaching demanding by what authority do you act in this way and who gave you that authority jesus replying to them said i also will ask you just one question which if you can answer me i in return will tell you under whose authority i am working the baptism of john whence was it 
from heaven or from men they accordingly consulted among themselves apart saying if we should reply from heaven he will ask us why then did you not believe him but if we should say from men we must reckon with the public for all regard john as a prophet returning then to jesus they said we do not know neither will i said jesus in reply to them tell you by whose authority i am acting but what do you think a man had two sons and coming to the elder one he said son go and work today in my vineyard i will not was his answer but he afterwards repented and went then going to his second son he said the same i go father was his reply but he did not go which of these two did the will of his father the first they replied jesus continuing said to them i tell you indeed that the extortioners and harlots will precede you into the kingdom of god for john came to you on a mission of righteousness and you put no faith in him but the extortioners and the harlots believed in him while you looking on did not repent after all to believe him listen to another illustration a particular landowner planted a vineyard fenced it round about and in it dug a wine vat and erected a watch-tower then he let it out to tenants and went off upon a journey but when the season arrived for the fruit to be ripe he sent his servants to the cultivators for the rents the tenants seeing the servants maltreated one of them murdered another and stoned a third he sent again on a larger number than on the first occasion but they were treated in the same way afterwards he sent his own son to them saying they will respect my son the tenants seeing him however said among themselves this is the heir come on let us murder him and seize his estate laying hold of him they accordingly kicked him out of the vineyard and murdered him therefore when the owner of the vineyard comes what will he do to those tenants they answered him in their wickedness he will end them according to their deserts and will let out his vineyard to other tenants who will pay him at the appointed time that which is his due jesus then said to them have you never read in the scriptures a stone which the builders rejected that has been fitted as the chief keystone it came from the lord and it is wonderful in our eyes i therefore tell you that the kingdom of god shall be taken from you and will be given to a nation that produces its fruits and whoever falls upon this stone shall be broken but upon whoever it falls it will crush him to dust and when the chief priests and pharisees heard his parables they perceived that he spoke about themselves but when they desired to apprehend him they dreaded the public who held that he was a prophet chapter twenty two jesus addressing them again and speaking in parables said the kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son and he sent his officers to collect those who were invited to the marriage but they declined the invitation then he again sent other officers commanding say to the invited consider that i have prepared my banquet my bullocks and fat calves are killed and everything is ready come then to the marriage but treating the matter with contempt they went off one to his own farm and another to his shop while the others seizing the officers maltreated and murdered them the king on learning this became furious and sending his troops he destroyed those murderers and pillaged their city he then said to his officers 
the marriage is ready but those invited were unworthy of it go out therefore to the main roads and as many as you can find bring them into the marriage those officers going out into the main roads accordingly collected all they could find both bad and good and the wedding was filled with guests but the king entering to look at the guests he observed a man who was not wearing a marriage robe and he said to him how my good fellow did you get in here without a wedding robe he however remained silent the king then said to his attendants tie him hand and foot take him and fling him into the darkness without there will be the weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called but few chosen the pharisees then went and held a consultation among themselves how they might ensnare him in a discussion and they sent to him some of their own pupils along with the herodians who said teacher we see that you are true and that you teach the way of god in truth caring nothing about anyone because you do not look at human position therefore tell us what do you think is it right to pay tribute to caesar or not jesus however perceiving their wickedness said you impostors why do you try to entrap me show me the tribute coin they accordingly produced a denarius he then asked them whose portrait and inscription has it caesar's was their reply return he then told them caesar's own to caesar and god's dues to god and hearing this they were astonished and leaving him they went away during that same day the sadducees who say there is no resurrection approached him asking teacher moses said if a man dies childless his brother shall marry his widow and shall raise up seed for his brother there were in our part seven brothers and the first after marrying died childless and left the woman to his brother and the second in turn to the third up to the seventh and after them all the woman also died in the resurrection therefore to which of the seven will she be wife for all of them had her you are in error said jesus in reply to them through not comprehending the scriptures nor yet the power of god for in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage but are as angels of god in heaven respecting the resurrection of the dead however have you not read the statement from god to you which says i am the god of abraham and the god of isaac and the god of jacob god is not the god of the dead but of the living and the crowd hearing this were filled with admiration at his teaching when the pharisees learned that he had silenced the sadducees they collected at once and one from among them a lawyer in order to test him asked him the question teacher which commandment of the law is most important jesus answered him love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your intellect that command is first and most important but the second is equal to it love your neighbor as yourself in these two commands are comprised the whole law and the prophets now while the pharisees were assembled jesus questioned them saying what do you think about the messiah whose son is he david's was their reply how then asked he could david under the influence of the spirit call him lord saying the lord said to my lord be seated at my right hand until i make your enemies a stool for your feet if therefore david calls him lord how can he be his son and none were able to answer him a word 
neither dare any one from that time debate further with him. Chapter 23 Jesus, then addressing the people and his own disciples, said, The professors and the Pharisees have usurped the place of Moses. All, therefore, that they tell you to observe, observe and do. But do not imitate their doings, for they do not practice what they preach. On the contrary, they pack up heavy and unendurable loads upon men's shoulders, but they take care not to touch them with their own fingers. All their actions are done merely for the sake of being seen by men. They widen their phylacteries and extend the fringes of their cloaks. They delight to secure the places of honor at banquets, the principal seats in the synagogues, the salutations in the markets, and to be addressed by men as, my lord my lord you however must not be called teacher because i alone am your teacher and you are all brothers and upon earth call none your father for one is your father he who is in heaven neither select leaders for one is your leader the messiah but the greatest among you shall become an attendant and whoever sets himself up shall be brought low and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. Woe to you, play-acting professors and Pharisees, because you lock up the kingdom of heaven in the face of mankind, while you yourselves neither enter nor allow those arriving to go in. Alas for you, play-acting professors and Pharisees, because you devour the property of the widows by the pretense of long prayers, for which you will receive a heavier punishment." woe to you play-acting professors and pharisees who scour the sea and the desert in order to secure one convert and finding one you make him a son of the pit twice as much as yourselves woe to you blind guides who say if one swears by the temple it is nothing but if a man swears by the gold in the temple that oath must be kept fools and blind which is the greater the gold or the temple which sanctifies the gold you say if one swears by the altar it is nothing but if a man swears by the gift upon it that oath must be kept fools and blind which is greater the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift a man, however, who swears by the altar, swears by all that is upon it. And whoever swears by the temple, swears by the one who inhabits it. And whoever swears by the heaven, swears by the throne of God and the one who sits upon it. Woe to you, canting professors and Pharisees, because you pay tithes on mint, dill, and cumin, ignoring the more important statutes of the law, humanity, sympathy, faith, these you ought to have observed and not to have cast the others aside blind guides who strain out a gnat and gulp down a camel woe to you hypocritical professors and pharisees because you wash the outside of the cup and the plate but fill the inside with extortion and injustice blind pharisee cleanse first the inside of the cup and the plate so that their outside may also become clean woe to you shamming professors and pharisees <laughs> you are just like whitewashed tombs pretty enough outside but inside full of dead men's bones and every kind of corruption so you too outwardly appear to men to be religious but inwardly you are crammed with false pretense and every form of lawlessness 
Woe to you, professors and Pharisees, you hypocrites! <laughs> because you erect monuments to the prophets, decorate the tombs of the martyrs, and say, If we had lived in the days of our forefathers, we would not have aided them in shedding the blood of the prophets. Thus then you give evidence against yourselves that you are the sons of the murderers of the prophets. Ha! Fill up then the measures of your fathers! Serpents! Spawn of vipers! How can you escape the fury of hell? Lo, I will therefore send you prophets and thinkers and scholars, and some of them you will murder and crucify, while others you will flog in your synagogues and drive from town to town, in such a way that all the righteous blood shed upon the earth, from the blood of the just Abel down to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah, whom you assassinated between the entrance of the temple and the altar, may rest upon you. Indeed, I tell you that all these shall come upon the present generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who massacred the prophets and stoned those sent to her. How often would I have gathered your children together, like the bird that collects her nestlings under her wings, and you would not. Now see your house left to yourselves. Yes, I tell you that after this you shall not see me again until you say, Bless him who comes in the name of the Lord. Chapter 24 Then Jesus, leaving the temple, was proceeding on his way, when his disciples came up to point out the buildings of the temple. Jesus then said to them, Do you not see all these? I tell you indeed that a stone will not here be left upon a stone otherwise than in ruins. Afterwards, when he was resting upon the Mount of Olives, his disciples approached him privately, asking, Tell us when this will be, and what is the signal of your presence and the completion of this age? Take care, said Jesus in reply to them, that none may deceive you. For many will come in my name, asserting, I am the Messiah, and will lead many astray. Then you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Attend and fear not, for all must come. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and plagues and frequent earthquakes. All these, however, only begin the agonies. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation, and will murder you, and you will be hated by all the heathen through my name. And then many will abandon it, and will betray one another, and hate one another, and many false prophets will make their appearance, and multitudes will be misled. And through the abounding lawlessness, sympathy for the many will be chilled, but whoever holds out to the end will be saved." The good news of the kingdom, however, shall be proclaimed throughout the whole empire as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. When, therefore, you shall see the desolating beast foretold through the prophet Daniel, take up his position on holy ground, let the reader comprehend, then let those in Judea fly to the hills, and he who is upon his balcony not descend to take anything from his house and the man in the field not turn back to take up his cloak. But alas for those with child and those who nurse in those days! Pray, however, that your flight may not come during the winter, nor upon a rest day, for there shall then be widespread affliction, such as has not been known since the beginning of the world until now, no, nor will ever be known again. 
and if those times were not cut short not a man would be saved but for the sake of the chosen ones those times will be cut short then if any should say to you look the messiah is here or there do not believe it for false messiahs and false prophets will make their appearance and will give out great and terrible omens so as to mislead if possible even the chosen however i have forewarned you therefore if they tell you to look he is in the desert go not out come into the private apartments do not believe it for as the lightning bursts out with a flash from east to west in like manner will the presence of the son of man be where the corpses are there the vultures will assemble but immediately after the tribulation of those days the sun will be darkened the moon will fail to give her light the stars will fall from the sky the powers of the heavens will be shaken and then will appear the signal of the son of man in the sky and all the tribes of the earth shall mourn when they see the son of man coming upon the clouds of the heaven with power and full rectification and he will send out his messengers with a loud and powerful bugle and they will collect all his chosen from the four winds from end to end of the heavens now learn from the fig tree its lesson when its branches become soft and the leaves sprout you recognize that the summer is near in the same way you also when you see all these know that this is near ay close to the gates i tell you indeed that this present generation shall not pass away until all these arrive the heaven and the earth may fade away but my declarations will never pass away about the exact time however and the hour none knows not even the messengers of heaven but my father alone and as in the days of noah so will also be the appearance of the son of man for as they were in the days before the flood eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage until the day arrived for noah to enter the ark and they would not understand until the flood came and carried all away so also will be the appearing of the son of man then two men may be in the field one is taken and one is left two women may be grinding in the mill one is taken and one is left keep guard therefore for you know not what hour your lord may come but recognize this that if the master of the house had known at what time the thief would come he would have kept awake and not permitted his house to be dug through on account of this be ready because it may be that the son of man will appear at a time you do not expect who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom his master can place over his household to give them their provision with promptitude happy will be that servant if his master shall find him thus engaged upon his arrival i tell you indeed that he will appoint him over all his possessions but if some unfaithful servant should say in his heart my master delays his arrival and should begin to ill-use his fellow-servants and eat and carouse with the drunkards a master of that servant will come upon a day he did not expect and at an hour he is not thinking of and will dismiss him and send him about his business to associate with the vagabonds then there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth the end of chapters twenty one through twenty four recording by mark penfold